Selecting to invest in the wrong fund at the wrong time is something that happens daily. Industry flows and years of research show that investors habitually chase performance and are notoriously bad at timing the markets, which often have severe consequences. Today, we speak to Chief Investment Officer of PSG Wealth, Adrian Pask, about how investors can mitigate this risk. Hi, Adrian. This is normally called selection risk. What is that exactly? And take us through what this means and how it affects performance. Hi, Kieran, and thank you very much for having me. Uh, yeah, so what we see in the industry, there's been quite a few new unit trusts made available. So currently we're sitting at roughly 1,700 FTA-approved unit trust funds in South Africa. And that's roughly five times as many funds as what we do have stocks listed on the JSE. So investors have plenty of choice, but obviously that also comes um, at the risk of choosing poorly. And that risk, we, we define that as selection risk. And we believe uh, the risk is very high at the moment, not only because of the number of funds available, but also because the dispersion of returns amongst this group of 1,700 funds is at severely elevated levels currently. Now, why do investors make this mistake? And this is a subject that is coming up year after year. We keep on reading about this in the press. Investors keep on making the same mistake over and over. Yes, 100% agreed. I think, you know, they say a luck is the intersection between opportunity and, and preparation. So I'm wondering if bad luck is then maybe, you know, at, at least partly due to poor preparation. I think that's definitely our point of view at PSG. So the lack of a clearly defined plan uh, sits at the heart of the problem because when you run into volatility in the market and you don't have a clearly defined plan to guide you and give you some stability and some peace of mind, you end up making mistakes. You start chasing performance. And I think, you know, as I said, that this dispersion between the best and worst performing funds are very high at the moment. If they're going to do that and make mistakes, the cost is quite high to get this wrong. Okay, you've raised something there, the dispersion between the best and the worst performing funds. Please explain what that is and why this is important to pay attention to. Well, it's actually quite simple. It's, it's just the gap in the returns between the worst performing funds and, and the best performing funds. And what we saw actually not too long ago, you know, when, when equity uh, returns were quite flattish, we, we witnessed a somewhat of a convergence of returns around that 6% level. So whether you invested in a money market fund or a fixed income portfolio or a multi-asset portfolio or equity fund, all of these were more or less at that 6% level. And, and that introduced a, a rather interesting thing from an investor behavior perspective because uh, investors then ask, why am I taking on additional risk in, in multi-asset funds or equity funds if I'm going to end up with a similar return to a fixed income type of um, investment? So this drove investors either into, into cash or into offshore portfolios. And, and if we look at the CISA numbers that were released at the end of, or the end of March, uh, you know, the flows for the 12 months amounted to 200 billion, which is great because obviously investors are investing and that, that's what we want. But of this, 90% went into fixed income plus five. And with interest rates at, at 50 year lows and, and equity markets on the bounce up and, and recovering, Obviously, that 90% could have been invested um, more optimally. So, I mean, that's one part of it. And, and also, obviously, that behavior also accelerates, was accelerated by the, the recent stock market 
shock and, and the price volatility. So more investors moving into into those more conservative type of mandates. So what should investors be doing now? We've talked about the dispersion risk and the selection risk. How do they respond to that? Well, I, I can suggest maybe maybe three things. I think the the key thing is to to have a clear plan and and, and stick to it. So you know you can't invest on a whim. You, you're a sitting duck for all the behavioural biases that you often read about, and, and your chances of success are unbelievably poor. So, and, and we can see that from the recent pattern of the industry flows that, that I mentioned before. The second thing to keep in mind is is don't pick asset costs. This is something that we we've been seeing more lately in, in the industry. So, as I said, you know, investors are going either offshore into cash. And that opened the door to investors um, looking at asset classes specifically. And we actually think it's a very good time to consider multi-asset funds, which in, in recent years have fallen out of favor. But I, I would definitely recommend um, speaking to your wealth manager about that because in this climate, um, the value proposition is actually quite strong. You, you sit with a very well-diversified portfolio across asset classes and the nature of those mandates are quite flexible and active. So those are two very valuable traits in a volatile market. So the experts ultimately navigate across asset classes. And with this dispersion between between asset classes in, in cash going from, you know, around about that four percent level and equities doing fifty percent plus, but there are also risks. And the offshore component is also something to keep in mind. So these funds have managed to do uh, quite well, um, in, in spite of still having a, a, a 50% odd invested offshore, but it has introduced a lot of diversification benefits in a period like last year when we saw the, the currency use and, and a lot of value at the dollar of the So I think that value proposition is strong and it manages that dispersion risk. So if you, if you look at the, the one year running returns, for example, that dispersion between the best and the worst performing funds, that was actually as high as 250% last year. So, you know, if you're on the wrong end of, of the range there, um, the opportunity cost can be quite significant. But, but in a multi-asset portfolio, um, you, you'll at least be somewhere around the middle and, and reduce the risk of being at the bottom end of, of those performance. All right, Adrian, we're going to leave it there. That was Chief Investment Officer of PSG Wealth, Adrian Pask, talking about the impact of selection risk on your wealth creation plans.